0: Hey there, everyone. Let's open up to the book of Proverbs today. Proverbs chapter 3. Okay? Proverbs 3. Listen, we've been walking through in 2021 talking about God's promises, being focused on the promises of God, which we learned the very first week are yes and amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Man, then we walked into Hebrews chapter 12, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith then we stepped into Psalm 91 under the shadow of the almighty and then in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 grace for every good work and then Philippians chapter 4 which was be anxious for nothing right and then the peace of God which passes every bit of understanding will guard our hearts and our minds and so we've been walking through promise after promise after promise and this week we have an amazing promise from the word of God Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6. I'm going to read from the New King James Version and then we're going to read it in the Amplified Version. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 says this and this is going to sound pretty familiar to a lot of you, okay? Trust in the Lord with all your heart, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Trust in the Lord with all your heart now many of you have probably heard that you you've probably seen that somewhere trust in the lord with all your heart lean not in your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths now the amplified version says this Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize him and he will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. What a promise from God. Now, listen, if I'm being honest today, I would admit that it is hard to trust God I know you're probably going to hear some people that are going to come on and tell you, oh man, just trust God, just trust God. It's fine, it's great, it's easy. Listen, if I'm being totally honest today, I'm going to admit to you, it is hard to trust God. Even though He alone is absolute in being trustworthy and faithful, God is above everyone and everything else. He is faithful and He is trustworthy. He is faithful and He is trustworthy. But there are times when I find that my trust is misplaced. People, possessions, profession, yet they all disappoint us in the end, don't they? I mean, people, man, we love people and we we trust people and there are people who are our very best friends. But guess what? Ultimately, at some point, even those that are closest to us are going to disappoint us at some time doesn't mean it's going to be a disaster. It doesn't mean everything's going to fall apart. It doesn't mean we're never going to be friends again. It just means that in humanity, we are all going to disappoint somebody. We disappoint ourselves all the time, don't we? I mean, have you ever disappointed yourselves? Maybe this morning you disappointed yourself. You know, do you disappoint yourself? And, and listen, when we look to other people, so many times we're so focused on what they do to us, we forget about what we do to people, what we do to other people. And I find that many times my trust is misplaced, that my trust is being put on people because I can see them, they're tangible right in front of me. And you know, the Lord, the Lord is, he is everywhere all the time, but Jesus isn't standing right in front of me. But we also know that when he was right in front of his disciples, they still missed it. They still missed it. Because it wasn't about being with him. It was about what would happen afterwards, which the spirit of God would be in them, not with them. And through the Holy Spirit now, we are given power. We're we're given authority now to put our full trust in the Lord by the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, we trust in possessions. We jump in cars every single day and we just trust that it's gonna start. We just trust that it's gonna get us down the road. We just trust we're not gonna have a flat tire or somebody's not gonna ding our windshield. We just trust in that. And sometimes we trust in those things more than we trust in God. Even our profession, we trust in our job. We trust in our profession. Listen, let me just kind of take you behind the scenes real quick. Can I do that for just a second? Just real quick, let me get you behind the scenes. In what I do, my calling, it is a trap. It is like a trap that is set for you. Because the moment that your profession, quote unquote, Now is your calling. Your calling is your profession. There is now an open door for the enemy to come in. And now all of a sudden your identity becomes tied into that. Now you're pastor or you're this or you're this. And now you have to have a title or a label or whatever. And now your trust becomes in what you do rather than whom you serve. The Lord is faithful and he is true. Trusting the Lord with all your heart. Listen, that sounds good as a social media post or a screensaver, but to live it is a bit different, right? To live it is a bit different because the type of trust we're talking about today, come on, just type that out, trust. Come on, all caps. I'm giving you permission all caps today, okay? Trust, type it out. That's you declaring it to everybody who's with us today. You're declaring it to one another. Trust. This type of trust leaves no room for your own anxiety or worry. But trust the sovereignty and the goodness of God. Listen, God is good. God is good. God is good. And his mercy endures forever. He is faithful. God is faithful. This type of trust means that we don't rely on ourselves and we let go of what we think we know. Did you guys catch that? We let go of what we think we know, not what we know. We think we know a lot of things and then we find out, man, I really didn't know anything at all. Because when we let go of what we think we know, then we let God lead. God is leading now. He is leading our lives. He is directing our our paths. This type of trust means declaring with words and actions the existence and the reality of God. How do I acknowledge God? Not just with my words, but with my actions, the reality and the existence of God. To acknowledge him as Lord over all, giving him full access to the depths of your heart. And listen to me, guys. I know that's hard. Like that type of trust When you've been burned, when you've been fried by others, and you've just been left in just a pile of waste, just seemingly, trust is gone. I can't trust anybody anymore. And then to open up to a God who will not just come to the surface, but when you invite him, he'll go to the depths. Once you invite him, guess what? He's not looking for a surface relationship. That's how much he loves you. He's not looking for the surface you or the mask you put on or who you pretend to be. He wants to know who you really are. And you want to know why he wants to know that? He already knows it. But you know why he wants it? Because when you let him in, then you begin to see who you are in him. That's what that type of access, that's what that trust does. It goes to the depths of our hearts in those darkest places in the recesses of our soul that we want no one to go to. We let God come into that place and we give him permission to rule. This type of trust clarifies everything. Like when you trust the Lord with all your heart, it brings everything into into focus. What's most important now is what's most important. Like the main thing, right, is to keep the main thing the main thing. Like when you trust the Lord with all your heart, things become so much clearer. Your hearing changes, your sight changes, your words, what you say, how you say it, it all changes. This type of trust prepares the way of the Lord and it makes the crooked way straight and it gives us a clear path to follow. Like that's what trust does. Trusting the Lord isn't easy. Listen, I've used this analogy before. It's from the Chronicles of Narnia, but it fits here. Is he quite safe? I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Safe, said Mr. Beaver. Who said anything about safe? Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. Listen, trusting the Lord is not easy and it is not safe, but it is good. It is good. So let's kind of walk through this just for a moment, okay? Because I wanna talk about what this type of trust really means. What does it really mean to trust the Lord with all your heart? What does that really mean? First thing I want you to look at is this. This type of trust means running to, not hiding from. It means running to, not hiding from. Genesis 3.10, Adam answered, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. What happened? God comes looking for them and instead of them just being wide open, Hey God, here we are, the way you created us. Now sin has entered the picture. They're covering up their nakedness. They're hiding from God because they don't want to be found out of what they've done because they the only thing that God told them to stay away from is the very thing they did. Sound familiar? Come on, put some likes. Give us some hearts. Acknowledge it. Own it today. Come on, own it. Hey, that's me. Come on, put your hands in the air. Send, those, send out those, those thumbs. Come on, those hand-waving little uh, uh, emojis. Come on, is that you, right? Is that you? Hiding from God. How do we do that today? Well, in the garden, they hid, they covered themselves and then they hid. How do we do that today? Well, we just put masks on, even with God. We like keep this superficial mask on so that he can't. And, we're, and what we're doing is we're not inviting him to a deeper place. God said, where are you? And Adam says, listen, we were afraid because we were naked. So we hid from you. Listen, this type of trust, when you trust the Lord with all your heart, it means running to, not hiding from. What do you mean running to? Proverbs 18 says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run to it and are safe. When you trust the Lord with all your heart, you're running to someone, not hiding from them. Second thing is this. This type of trust means from approval, not for approval. Right? Catch that. From approval, not for approval. Romans chapter five, verse eight says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Like that's the, that's the moment. That's the point right there. It's not for approval, it's from approval. Like look at Romans chapter eight, verse 14, real quick. Romans 8, 14 says this. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of adoption again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out. Right? You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of of God. And if we're children, then we're heirs, and we're heirs of God, and we're joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified together with Him. That's a place from approval. Listen, this type of trust, when we trust the Lord with all of our hearts, listen, we're not looking for approval. We're coming from a place of approval. He has already approved us as his children. His spirit living in us now, right, is confirming to ourselves that we are children of God, the spirit of God and our spirit together, confirming that I am indeed a child of God. Now, I trust the Lord with all my heart. And where does that come from? It comes from a place from approval. Like, I am approved in Christ by Father God. How many times are we doing so many different things that cause harm to us, our families, and other people just because we're looking for approval? But when you position yourself in a place where you can be called a child of God, now you're coming from a place of approval rather than looking for approval. Does that make sense? Like that's what this type of trust means. This type of trust also means this, that what happens in me is more important than what happens to me. Like when you trust the Lord with all your heart, now what is happening in me supersedes what's happening to me. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work for for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose, who love him, who've been called according to his purpose. God's gonna work it all together for our good if we just stay focused on him. Right? If we don't lean back on our insights, our opinions and what we think or what we think we know. But we focus on him and we press on and we look unto Jesus, the author of the finisher of faith. We hide under the shadow of the almighty. We stand on his promises that are yes and amen. We've been given grace for every good work because we give ourselves first to him and bless God. I am not anxious for anything. Why? Because prayer, supplication, thanksgiving, I'm making my request known to God. And guess what? His peace is coming and he's guarding my heart and my mind. You see how all the promises of God line up. It's about what's happening in me now rather than what's happening to me. The victim says, it's all about what's happening to me and the people who are doing it. Somebody's to blame. Something's to blame. But the victor mentality says, no, 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 no. I am a new creation in Jesus. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. I'm not a victim. I am more than a conqueror now through Christ. No way, I will not let this world victimize me any longer. I will not let this world put a stamp on me that says I'm a victim. I will not be a victim. I am a victor, not because I'm awesome, but because God is good and God is faithful. And I'm gonna trust him with all my heart and I'm not gonna lean to my own understanding because look where that got me before. And now I'm gonna acknowledge him in everything I say and everything I do. And God's gonna give me grace for every single thing I do now because now I've given myself to him. He is the focus. Does that make sense? Philippians 2.13 says, for it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his good purpose, right? It's in him that we live and we move and we have our being. Acts 17 says that. In him, we do what? We live, we move, we have our being. It's all there. Identity, relationship, purpose. It's all there. Be, know, do. Be who God created you to be. Know what God is saying. Do what God says. Identity, relationship, purpose. There it is. And it's not because things are happening around you. It's because something's happening in you. Or better yet, someone is happening in you. Like this type of trust means I give thanks no matter what. Man, that's heavy, Scott. I know. Man, try living it out. It's it's tough. But 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says if we want to be in the will of God, we got to give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Why? This is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Not for everything, in everything. And I'm not going to belabor that. We've talked about that, but... But this type of trust that we're talking about in Proverbs 3, to get the promise that he'll direct our path, that he'll lay everything straight before us, it is trust him with all your heart. And that kind of trust means I give thanks no matter what. And then I want to leave you this last one. And I love this one. This type of trust that we're talking about today that gets us to that, that clear path, right? That straight path. This type of trust means I live with expectation. I don't live with gloom. I don't live with doom. I'm not hopeless. Man, I have a hope and hope isn't just a thing. It's a person. My hope is Jesus. My hope has been set before me, right? I live with expectation. And one of my favorites, and sometimes we cut this one short because quote unquote, it's long. (laughs) But I'm not going to do that for you guys. I know we're online. I know you may be on a a phone or device or you may be cooking right now or whatever. But I want to just pour this into you today. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. We're talking about living with expectation, right? What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of uh, God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written? This is going back to the Old Testament. For your sake, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Now he comes into it and man, he is bringing it home. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors. What things? Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, the worst days of our life. In all these things, we are more than Than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded. Come on, somebody needs to get persuaded today. You need to get persuaded today. You need to acknowledge what's really going on, not just what's going on around you, what's going on inside of you. And let me tell you something what's going on above you? What does heaven want to open up and pour into your life today? I am persuaded. That neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Man, I can live with expectation because not even my worst day is going to separate me from the love of God. That's living with expectation. That's what this type of trust means. Listen, what you go through isn't as important as who you belong to. God is for you. Come on, God is for you. Come on, tell somebody in the chat right now, God is for you. Come on, tell somebody. Tell somebody. Look somebody's name up in the chat right now. Put their name in there. Reply to them and say, God is for you. Richard, Angela, Celeste, Dallas, God is for you. Matt, Christy. Logan, Brittany, God is for you. Whoever is in this chat, put their name out there and say, God is for you. Declare that to them today. Don't declare it for yourself. Declare it to somebody else. Declare it to one another. He is good and you can trust him. You can lean on him. You can make him known and acknowledge him in everything. And with all of that, let's go back to where we started. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Let's declare it together. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. Listen, I don't want to just be able to recite God's Word. I want to be inspired by God's Word. I want God's Word to stir me up. Because when I get stirred up, you know what I have to do? I've got to do something. When I get stirred up, I have got to do something. When the Holy Spirit stirs something up in me, I have got to make a move. We talk about next steps all the time. You guys hear us talk about that. You hear us talking about moments create movement. Listen, that's not just just church speak. We believe that. We believe God's stirring us up. It's a moment. I need to make a move. I need to make a move. I'm not going to wait till next week to pray for that person. I'm going to pray for them right now. I don't want God, I I, I don't want to just recite God's word. I don't want to just declare this today, but I want to be inspired by what we're talking about today. I don't want to just quote it verbally. I want my life to quote God's word visually. I don't want to just say it verbally, but I want my life, I want my life to quote God's word visually. That's called the fruit of the Spirit. And it begins with trust. And you know what? It begins with trust, but it ends with an amazing promise a clear path, clear direction, total clarity, absolute focus. And now anything that's in front of me that's an obstacle now becomes an opportunity because I'm trusting in the Lord with all my heart. I'm trusting Him. And I'm going to acknowledge Him in everything I do, and I'm not going to lean upon my own intellect. And insight. And God says, I do those things. Guess what? Everything before me now is clear. That which was crooked is now straight. And that's God's promise for me, and that's God's promise for you. Man, what an amazing promise for this week, huh? Now y'all get ready because you're gonna see me on Instagram and Facebook, and you're gonna see it over and over and over and over and over, and over again. And on Wednesday, you're going to say, Scott, can you please post another scripture? And I'm going to say, no. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path. Why, Scott? Because we are dumb, and we forget. Scott, did you just call me dumb? Now, I'm speaking for myself. I'm just saying that one time, listen, one time on one Sunday isn't going to get it, folks. You got to get this in your spirit. You got to get it in your heart. You got to get it coming out of your mouth. You got to get it coming out of your hands and your feet. Come on, right? You got to get it coming out in your neighborhood, on your street, in your city, in your state, in your nation. We've talked about it too long. And it seems like we've got talking heads all around us talking about it, but who's doing it? I'm going to tell you this. I'm not going to be one of those that say, "Mm, no one's doing it because I know people who are doing it. I got friends all over this world. They're doing it every single day. They ain't talking about it. They're just doing it. And you want to know why? Because they trust the Lord with all their heart. And they've stopped leaning back on what they think they know. And they acknowledge Him in every single thing they do you know what's happened for every single one of them? God has made every crooked way, whether they're in sex trafficking, whether they're in the darkest recesses of this planet. God makes those dark places light. He makes those crooked paths straight. So in the name of Jesus, I declare that over your life and over your household. And you can't live the rest of your life because Scott Etheridge declared it over your life. You got to declare it over yourself. You got to get it in your heart and you got to live it. I'm just here to give it to you and go, hey, Man, here's what I feel like the Lord is saying today. Take it and run with it. Listen, you've been given permission today to take the word of God and run with it. Make him known in all the earth. That's your commission today. Make him known. Trust him. Lean on him and acknowledge him. And now run because your path is, is straight. Listen, if you need prayer, please email us, mediahub at thpshreeport.com. You need to accept Christ as Savior. You need uh, the Holy Spirit to fill your life. You, you need healing in your, in your body, in your spirit, in your soul, whatever that means. Just mediahub at thpshreeport.com. But listen, we're about to dive back into some worship, and we're going to end this thing on a high note. Worshiping the Lord, giving thanksgiving and praise. Because God is good and he is worthy of our trust. God bless you.